Welcome to the Listening Stories Untold podcast. I am your host, Ashu, a business coach on a mission to help Indian women entrepreneurs create financial independence by building their dream business on Instagram. On this podcast, you'll find all the resources and tools you need to start, scale, and expand your business, all while embodying spiritual practices. I am here to merge business with energetics in a way that has never been done before. So let me show you how to run your business in a way that feels good to you with this episode. Welcome Swati, welcome Anna, welcome Gayatri to the podcast. I am so excited to have you all here and have this roundtable conference thingy. So I want you all to introduce yourselves and tell about yourself a little. Let's start alphabetically, okay? Let's go like a classroom goes. So Anna, do you, uh, would you like to start first and tell us a little about yourself? All right. Um, hi, everyone. Is my audio audible? Just in case. All right, good. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Anna. And I started my own scented candle business called House of Hestia. It's based in Nepal. And um, yeah, that's, I really don't know how to introduce myself. Um, so but yeah, I'm we started out with scent candles, and soon we're looking at other products that can be included in the shop. And I hope it turns out well. It will. It so, will. Yes, it will. And it's okay if you don't know much about yourself, Anna. We have another podcast episode with you, so people can go back and listen to that. For your okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Swati. Oh, sorry, Gayatri. Gayatri, go forward and then we'll go to Swati, right? Hi, I'm Gayatri. I'm 26 and I'm from Mumbai. Uh, so I have a degree in engineering and I worked four years before switching full-time uh, to my own business, which is uh, today called Shine Like Vanilla. And uh, I started with selling crystals. And now I am being more versatile and introducing candles, workshops, and more things to come. So, yeah. Gayatri, I didn't know that you had a degree in engineering. And I feel bad as, like, being someone I know closely. I didn't even know this. <laughs> okay. So, Ati, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Swati Shri and I am MCOM, so I have MCOM degree and I am now a tarot reader, Reiki master and a mindset mentor. So I love to tell stories and I see tarot reading as like a story that we need to hear too. So yeah. That's a beautiful way to explore, explain tarot readings. Achha, let's start with Swati only. Tell me, um, why did you start this? Like you have a degree in MCOM, right? So why did you deviate to tarot? One thing is storytelling, but maybe there was an interest that you find and then we'll come to Gayatri's story, which should be spicy enough because engineering to crystals is a very big shift. <laughs> okay, so initially it was not a business plan. I just learned tarot to find answers that I wanted at that point of time. Even though I was doing MCOM, I didn't knew what I want to do in my career. And this was a big question mark. 
and i just knew that i want to teach something but i didn't had any confidence so in this way as a hobby i started in instagram and it was all angels who were like go go and do in instagram like everything right from the name itself starlight taros to instagram platform to post everything was like angels guidance so i started on instagram and initially it was all free of cost like i was not in business i did free of cost reading because i wanted to just build up my tarot skill and then finally i decided that now yes i would do the business and then first initially i was just a tarot reader but then i got more like uh reiki reiki class like reiki degree and then i uh, drifted back to my interest that is teaching so i now conduct more workshops here so that's my interest now that is amazing and i also have a follow up question for you that just came to my mind and ask it later uh, let's go with gayatri gayatri why did you stop this business Honestly I had no plan of starting a crystal business in uh, 2020 when lockdown started I invested my time in many different short courses you can say uh, those included uh, zebu symbols creating fairy gardens macrim braiding tarot reading and crystals I was uh, like I was into crystals from 2018 19ish uh but i never thought that i will go ahead and uh, start a business but then i started studying about them i started to identify what is fake what is real and then i found that remembering the names and their properties is very easy for me and then i started with my page and the intention was to spread knowledge and information about those crystals but later on i switched into selling when i thought that i am now in a position to sell and i am more experienced uh, i learned how to heal chakras with crystals and everything that is when it happened so it just happened it, i never planned it It is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. I'm going to make a comment after hearing Anna's story. So, Anna, why did you start this business? Um. Hi. So, I. I mean, you probably know if other people have listened to this story before. This probably they probably heard a bit of it. But initially, I was preparing preparing for UPSC, and. um somewhere along the way i got this intuitive download to like start making candles and i had no clue how to make candles <laughs> so i started researching and i was like experimenting and initially i was just going to do it as like a side thing it was just going to be like a side hobby because i am a creative person and i like expressing myself through art and craft and before that i was doing embroidery and that um that stuck around for a bit and then i was getting orders and stuff like that so i was okay i guess she got disconnected we'll wait for her but i really like the fact that all of you start with the story that it wasn't initially a business idea it was we didn't plan it i like how, how all of your stories are intertwined with the same thing because when i say it it's the same thing i never planned it as a business it was never it just never is like a business 
uh, till the time Anna comes back, Swati, can you tell me this one thing? So uh, earlier everything was for free, but now then you started charging. So how did you make that shift? How did you make like you know you might have felt scared that uh, so there there is this thing right? How can I charge for this? This is a service, you know. I'm supposed to do it for the people. So how did you do that shift? And then we'll come to Anna and continue with her story. Okay. So yes, because uh, you said it right. I was so scared for the first time when I uh, like my client said, "Okay, I'm ready to pay. Let's go for the paid reading." I was so scared, like. Okay, this is something very big, and I have to give my hundred percent. Like it was very uh, like scary experience. But why I started charging is because I felt that till I reached to the point where I became really good at reading, I felt that yes, this could become a good, uh, not business, but I can like how I found answers due to tarot. I can help others too. But then I also need some energy exchange, so that point came, and I was not going. I was not ready to do that. My angels again, sign, sign, sign. Go for it, go for it. And then I said, okay, I will go for it. And initially it was like five hundred rupees for one question because I didn't knew how to price it. I didn't, didn't knew that. I said whatever number comes, I will say. And if my client says okay, then I will go forward with it. And then very later on, I realized how to price everything. I love the fact that you've highlighted the concept of energy exchange because I asked you this question so that people can hear it from someone who made the shift of offering things from free to making it paid as a spiritual person. Okay, Anna, continue your story. Take the stage away. Hi, I'm so sorry. My network got cut off, but um, did I start from the beginning? All right. Um, how I started was. I was initially studying for UPSC, as everyone does. <laughs> Not everyone, but most of the people that I know. It's okay. I did um, that too. And <laughs> um, I was doing like a lot of side hobbies at that time. I was embroidering, and then suddenly I got this intuitive download that told me that I needed to. What if you started making candles? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. But I had no idea how to make candles. So I started researching. I took it as like a side hobby, side hustle thing. And when I finally like perfected it, it just felt so right. And it just like felt so aligned with what I was doing at that time. And I was like, I'm not going to do UPSC anymore. <laughs> and it was like a shock. To like everyone, my parents, my family, because um, I was, a, according to them, a very bright student, <laughs> and um, I I went to like a really good school. I went to a good college. I had an economics degree, and I'm like from all of that, like studying for UPSC, from all of that, like selling candles, and it was like a huge shock for everybody but yeah I've come a long way I still have a lot more like I still have like there are all these goals that I have now but knowing that like being in the industry now like I feel 
so aligned and so purposeful and like it just everything just like clicks so perfectly so that's how i came about this business that is beautiful and i like how you mentioned being in the industry because many people think they have this small business which is like very tiny for them they don't even consider themselves in the industry and to say that you are part of an industry is a big thing and you are not like that's an indication that you're not here to play small and that's very beautiful so anna let's start with your struggles so what were the struggles you faced one so we have already covered in our past episode which is about breaking the news of not pursuing upsc anymore were there any other struggles that you faced now let's talk from a perspective of becoming successful to a point where you feel i feel all of you guys are successful in your own way but you have reached a level you are far of like above where you were when you started now have you faced some struggles at this point yeah oh um okay sorry um the struggles that i'm facing right now is expanding like i am trying to expand and i want to expand like i want to like supply to stores i want to like um supply like right now i'm handling everything from the sales to operation to marketing to research to uh new ideas new strategies everything is like except the whole accounting part which i'm i thankfully have like an accountant um so that part is like man <laughs> that part is okay play okay but everything else from the to the shipping and like packing everything is like all handled by me and i'm slowly coming to a point where i can feel myself burning out and i don't want to burn out so i need to hire people and the hiring part is the most scariest because um first of all how do you hire and like who do i hire um how do i come across these people and i don't just want to hire someone who's just going to be here for like 3 months like i want to hire someone who's going to like grow with the brand and grow with the business so that is a struggle that i'm facing right now it's like expanding that's that's a very beautiful one because when someone is starting a business and if they are considering themselves a small business they never even get to the point of hiring when i create my content my content pillar never includes hiring but i am so happy that you are at a stage where you need to hire people and i guess we can discuss about this anna will discuss about this in a call that we have in the coming weeks and i'm going to really help you out with this but is there something from the expanding part that you were able to overcome from the struggles that you had at um right now i'm still working on them uh but so i think you said that because many people always tell their stories once they have overcome things not in the process thank you so much okay please continue sorry to cut you off no that's all right because like this is a problem that i that i took a long break for christmas and during that break my business just stopped 
right? My operations just stopped. And I had, and I realized, how am I going to run a business if, you know, like, what if I fall sick or what if I, you know, something happens and I have to take an off for, for a week or something and, like, my business just stops and I, I can't afford to do that anymore. And that's when I came to know about, okay, I really need to sit down and, like, plan everything out and hire someone. Um and the thing about hiring is that you can't just like you know hire anyone just like that. You have to like really like find the right fit, and finding the right fit takes time. So I'm in that process right now, and yeah, let's see a few months down the down the line. Definitely, I am so happy that you shared that with us. Okay, guy three. Do you want to share the struggles you face while running a business? And if you've overcome them, then how did you do that? And if you didn't overcome them, then that's okay. You can share that with us as well. So when I started my business, I was uh, not very stable, I'll say. Uh, I was just working, you know, 15K um, per month job at that time. And my dad didn't have a job because he was in jet, jet Airways and the company stopped. And we had a lot of debts to pay. So my parents also didn't like the idea that I would keep asking. Uh, and they would keep asking me, uh, when will you stop all this? They thought that this is just a hobby, a side hobby, and I need to stop this. And uh, many times, even till last year, uh, September, October, they would ask me, when will you stop this? Um, but now, uh, that is, I looked at it as their perception that, uh, they think that you should live a normal life, do a government job and have a like financially secure, uh, thingy, but, uh, business, business is a lot of risk according to them. Nobody is ready to go ahead and take that risk. But if you ask me, it has been totally worth the struggle. And today I'm in a position where I could sponsor a trip for my parents. And they are much more supportive than they were like one and a half years back. And now when they see me that I am successful, they are happy. And one thing that I truly believe is that success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. I'm so happy to hear that it kind of like resonates. I feel Anna would really resonate with the point you said about our parents wanting to have us to have a secure job, business is too much risk. Swati would understand the fact that sometimes parents would parents would be unsupportive but then they do turn to be supportive at a point of time when you show that there is success in the thing that you're doing and I love that you shared that with me Gayatri. So Swati apart from the struggles you shared about pricing are there any things uh, any other things that you struggled with? Yeah absolutely and I absolutely resonate with Gayatri what she said because I was myself not financially stable and when I started looking this as a business I didn't tell my father that I'm doing it as a business it was like at six o'clock he will come from office I would just uh, like end all the readings and keep it in my bag because it was like I was not sure how he would take it I I had only my mom to support me so it was like I was uh, my father was in huge debt 
same as gayatri told but different situations so every time i used to do business there was lack mindset money lack mindset that will i be successful will i be successful is there any future here because my parents said that this is not going to be a full time job you have to get settled you have to go and uh, give sbi exams because you have done mcom but i never liked that normal 9 to 5 job i never liked it i wanted to do something very creative and very purposeful that's why i started it and i didn't knew that i could be like earning 50000 or 40000 per month and you know surpassing 1 lakh was a big thing for me big thing for me and each step was a struggle for me because right from content creation right from instagram how to how to do a business post i knew nothing everything was self research till i joined your courses till that was another thing but uh, yes huge thing was lack mindset to overcome lack mindset and i did lot of things journaling affirmations meditation believing in my work was a huge challenge i would say every step was a challenge for me because low self worth and low self confidence haunted me like anything but then when i started seeing that my work is really being appreciated and i should first appreciate my work and stop seeing me as a small business now i don't want to call myself as a small business no and one thing that i am working on right now is to you know stop obsessing obsessing over results and stop uh, like chasing success because it will come to me the more i believe in my work it will come to me that's what i'm working on it and of course expansion i need to expand more like create workshops in a very better way so i'm working on it right now is it okay for me to be emotional to hear all your guys stories and the fact that they are so intertwined yet so unique and it made me feel so happy and yes yes ana please go ahead no i just want to add with the whole like oh like what are you doing um about people talking so it's just like this time i visited my family in shillong after like quite some time and it's just like really funny sometimes when people like ask me like oh so what are you doing <laughs> and it's like i have to like really the struggle i face sometimes is like um my parents would like not downplay me but you know you know like the hindi word of like candle is like bombite right or like i don't know the other word but in in my traditional language like bombiti means like candle but like you know the candles that we get like in the market for like 10 rupees and um like they were like oh my daughter is making like bombiti <laughs> which is which is just, i relate to that so much <laughs> which is just like oh okay and like they're like um they i know they come from a place of concern that you know you, they want to see their daughter doing well and like being financially stable and like they so would you call it they care a lot but they do project their insecurities and their fears a lot sometimes and um i think the struggle that i deal with is just like trying to like maintain like my own 
like boundaries and be like okay these are just projections like i am much more than that i, I don't just have like 10 rupee cameras on the road <laughs> and uh, and then like so i'll just be like like hey, give me give me give me five years like give me five years just watch me grow like watch me grow like and then like sometimes i'll be like um like how can you how can you how can you like support yourself by just selling candles and i'm like yeah like when when i when i earn my first course then you see <laughs> so i have to like keep doing that and they're like oh so you'll earn a course I'm like yeah so it's just like having to be like really self um what do you call it like just being really confident in yourself and like being believing yourself even though the the results are scary and even though you feel like oh my god like what if i don't do it but you really need to do that in that moment you definitely need to and women you guys you don't know how many people you are validating right now when they'll be listening to this they'll feel so validated about the fact that every business owner is going through this and i met you guys through the bootcamp aswati gave a little hint there but my next question was going to be about this that what was your experience with the bootcamp because even though i hosted it i'm going to say that it was an honor to meet all of you and even the people who are not on the podca- uh, podcast right now you guys have changed my life and become such good friends of mine every time i need help i'm going to gayatri for crystals i'm going to anna to just share my virgo side i'm going to swadi to talk to her it just feels so good to have a community of women who support each other so gayatri would you want to share your experience about the bootcamp um i'd say that it was really a very good investment for me um because i found that where i had been making just five sales or 10 sales a day i now make 50 sales or i'd totally be sold out and the strategies that you teach are really very practical and i still find them very helpful for my new launches as well also i met a lot of like minded people in the boot camp uh like ana i communicate with ana also uh i communicate with uh, mehak the psyche goddess and you know that i've recently launched a shadow work journal with the astral butterfly i found her through boot camp and uh, yes there are other uh, like i felt that there are other people like me who are also struggling their way up which was very empowering for me Yes, Gayatri, we've covered, we are also covering this in the introduction part of your section where I'm sharing that you just launched a journal of, and I guess it's a course also with, upon shadow work uh, along with Madhu and I am so like excited, I was so excited to see the two people are coming together to talk about something and create a movement basically. So, Anna, let's go with your Uh, experience of the bootcamp yes the bootcamp was really fun like it was really really fun for me because it was i think my first step of investing in myself and my business right um it taught like the whole ideal client the whole niche structuring and the pillars with the the four pillars of niche and stuff like that um i found that really insightful and like i mentioned 
uh, I I met her through the boot camp. I met Madhu. I met Meg, uh, Meg, and also Mahek, and we're all like really good friends. I also met uh Sam, and we talk here and there. So it's just like meeting like-minded people, and twenty twenty one was a rough year for everybody in the sense um with respect to like being locked in and that boot camp just like really helped me make a lot of online friends and now i'm just like so excited to like like meet them in person also it really helped with the mindset the whole mindset thing that was taught in the boot camp and having faith in yourself being confident showing up for yourself also the whole um structuring of the boot camp was like really helpful for me and it's just like these are things that you know like you know intuitively but having it all there like in front of you as a structured format just was really helpful i'm so happy that anna mentioned the fact about structuring because well virgos need that <laughs> i feel like this episode is so much value do you feel that too but are you listening to all these business podcasts thinking you would start your own but haven't gotten around to doing it then i invite you to the best business course ever start your business is the perfect place to be if you need help with starting your business in this group program i will walk you through the entire process from setting up an instagram account to creating a first offer and launching it If you want to stop waiting on a miracle and start creating it, click the link in the show notes and apply while you finish the rest of the episode. Swati, please tell us your experience of the boot camp. Okay. So I remember when I invested for the first time in myself, uh, like four, 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 four rupees was a huge deal for me, and I said that I would invest it. and definitely i would get 10 times more because coming from a lack mindset it was like a huge thing for me but it it was the like one of the best investment i made for myself why because right from promotion of the services how to craft the instagram stories to my first success like my first 20000 came because of what you taught in you know boot camp and i was so happy that i i will tell you what i used to make like i had zero knowledge of all these advertising and anything but i have creative side that i was like posting information about but earlier i used to make like 5000 rupees per month that's it only with reading that's it but after you know attending boot camp i revised my workshops i made changes in my workshops like i learned how to present it properly for me bootcamp has made so much of difference so much right from marketing workshop how to interact with client to build community my first 20000 came from 5000 to 20000 is a huge thing for me and now i am in 50000 so this month i made like 50000 so it was a huge shift for me and i and i got my more than for quadruple four rupees that i invested so obviously it was really amazing and 
I got I and I met Priyadarshini and she she became my good friend after the boot camp so I I am really thankful for the first launch if I say that first big success that I saw was because of your course and boot camp so I really loved it Thank you so much, Swati. So, if you guys are, if the people listening to this are having a confusion, so Anna and Gayatri are from a different batch, and Swati is from a different batch, so they are talking about different people. But I would feel like when people would listen to this, they would feel like, "Oh, my name is mentioned there." It's like you guys are celebrities, and you're mentioning names on a podcast, and people listening to it are feeling really happy about it. Okay, let's go with Gayatri now, and Gayatri, tell me. what is uh where is your business right now and what all do you plan to launch uh so it is in a good and stable position i'll say uh there's not a single day that goes without having a lot of dms uh, or having a lot of orders to pack and ship it's been thriving and i for plan to expand and have more th- things like candles jewelry consultation workshops uh i'm planning to launch something like exclusive crystal that that is going to be geodes and uh bigger raw crystals i'm going to be launching intention candles more uh, varieties of intention candles i'm also planning on a crystal course but it is not coming through like i've been planning from two months so i hope that it happens this year and also a tarot reading course and spells and may, maybe towards the end of the year i come up with my own ebooks and decks that is in the plan so let's see how it goes that is like you just mapped out your entire year gayatri and i'm so excited to like look forward to all of these things happening if you need any help with the crystal course let me know we'll talk about this in the dms okay anna go ahead tell us where is your business right now and what plans do you have i guess you did hint us uh, hinted at us before yeah um right now it's doing pretty well i would say um i'm having about almost um like about 150 orders per month so it's just like but the the whole thing with me is like i do like a launch like i use a launch period right like i prep and then i make candles and then i set it at a date and then i ship it out so right now this is what where i'm at um but i want to be more and then like most of the scents and most of the candles they, they go out of stock and then when people discover me it's always out of stock or like and then then i keep getting inquiries like when are you bringing this back and when are you bringing this back and when is this candle coming back in stock so right now i'm trying to focus more on like expanding my inventory and just having like a constant stock of like stuff so people can buy like when whenever they want and it's not like a rush like a, like a mad rush right because that whole like shipping period after the launch is very like i love it but it's just like very exhausting like physically exhausting um so it's just like trying to balance it out over the period of like a month and then as i have more stock then i can supply to like local gift shops and that's where i'm trying to like look at now like that's with the candle part and then i 
being being a manifesting generator like i have different interests like all the time like i'm constantly like oh i want to do this and i want to make this and i want to do that and i want to make soaps i want to make perfumes i want to do like jewelry i want to make journals so trying to like incorporate all of that with um the brand is something that i'm working towards I really resonated with the manifesting generator. Um, this that you went on because I have been going through that too. Okay, Swati, give me where your business is right now and what all do you plan to launch? I've already seen you uh, make your workshops better, add slides to it. So, what are you planning to do now? Yeah. So, as you said, I just recently launched a service that is Goddess Warm Healing Service. So I am going to uh, take the live session at 6:30 p.m. today. This is now, and uh, right now my business is doing pretty well, stable. But I want to obviously expand more. And, and uh, right now, two things, major things are in my list. First of all, changing the way I do workshops because I mostly do workshops in voice note format. This was the only method I knew, but I now know many other methods. So I'm going to relaunch them. And second is my experiment. I was experimenting with a few people for monthly coaching. So now I'm going to launch that as a service soon. So these are my two main focus right now. So I don't want to rush uh, a lot, but I I just want to take it slow right now. Absolutely, you do you, and I really rem- I remember when you told me that someone paid you like a big amount in one yeah. go for custom. I that was a very beautiful story. Mm-hmm. I I need to have you on the podcast alone sometime and share all of that with us. Okay, okay. so Gayatri, let us have it really quick. What are some mistakes you made? But what are also the best things that you uh, did for your business? So both pros and cons, sort of a thing. Okay. So some mistakes that I made is that I used to say yes to whoever asked me for collaborations. I didn't do my research well about who I'm collaborating with, and ended up not having sales with those collaborations. Plus, one of them just started copying my page. so that is something i think is my mistake that and now i am much more careful uh, i research well before collaborating with someone and uh, honestly i am fortunate enough to find good people also who i have collaborated with and it has worked out really well and the best things if you ask me what i have done for my business is that i believed in my business and even when there there were bad days i kept persisting i never underestimated my business or let anyone else underestimate it and i set strong boundaries from the beginning uh, and i focused on being more in- informative rather than just selling stuff people really need to go back and listen to your episode gayatri about the boundaries part of it and how you take breaks it was like an eye opener for me okay anna what are the mistakes you made and what are the some of the best things that you did for your business um some of the mistakes i ma- made was um like i to said saying yes to collaborations um also saying like not really thinking it through and just being like 
um, emotionally charged with like oh like having all just like when someone mentions something and like oh yeah like you can do this and this and that and stuff like that so this one brand has reached out to me and it's like quite a big deal okay in Imphas they have like their own chocolate line and stuff like that and it's like very famous in Imphas they have reached out to me and they're like oh like um we want to like collaborate with you for Christmas and like make Christmas candles for our brand specifically and I was like yeah cool that's like that's very much possible and we can work things out and stuff like that and I should have discussed it with them and I should have been more like clear with the whole payment method because and I don't know I just like they they sounded so enthusiastic about it like because they had reached out to me for it and so I went ahead and I ordered the jars, I ordered the wax, I ordered the perfume, I mean the scent, and I was like, oh, well, I'll make samples and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, that'd be like very cool. Um, so I did all of the back end on my part, and when it was time to make, like, when it was time for them to take the samples, they just like completely ghosted me, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay, this is, but. In the end, it ended up working for me because these raw materials that I had ordered, I can anyway use it for my, um, for my own, you know, stock and stuff like that. So that wasn't like much of a loss per se for me, but it just like really showed me how I really need to like think about things first before saying yes and before you know like doing my part of the work and being very clear about what needs to be done on their end and what needs to be done on my end. And um, the other part of the question was, what was the best thing that I did? Was A, investing in myself, working on myself, and also just starting the business. Um, I think it's just like very important to just, I think like, a lot of people tell me like, oh, like you're so inspiring. Like I wish I, I, I wish I could do something like that. Like I wish I could be in your shoes. Or like I wish I could start my own business someday. And I used to be like that too until I took the leap. And taking the leap isn't easy. I'm not saying that it was easy for me. Like it's, it, it was a very difficult step. Like there are all these struggles that you have to overcome. And then, um, when you go as a business you also have to grow as a person so i think the best thing that i did for my business was a started and also not just like invest in the business but also invest in myself and my growth and my mindset there are a lot of things that you have to do as a business owner and i'm just like really glad that i have you and um i have like i, I sort of like created a a small community of like business owners around me and also like listen to a lot of businessy podcasts and yeah it's like very obsessively business business and mindset but yeah I think that's one of the best things that I've done I love the portion where you mentioned that you not only invested in your business but also in your mindset and everything it's like when you um 
for example you decide to have a luxury lifestyle you got a lot of money and now you buy a big house but now you have to maintain the big house and that also requires a big payment you have to maintain the big car you also need big service payment similarly if you start a business you take the leap then you also need to start servicing your mindset you need to give it constant like there are some costs you have to incur and they are only giving you better re, uh, return on investment i really like that part anna okay swati give us your mistakes and the best things you did so first mistake that i would say is to be available to every client like i was uh, not having proper boundaries and i charged very less and i was scared to raise my price and it was burning me out till i realized that no i have to set boundaries and then you know uh, the second mistake that i made was uh, running behind like seeing like uh, a limiting limiting perspective that if i don't have many followers then i don't have clients so very later on i realized that if only we convert the existing followers to the clients then it's of any use so what i do now is i am very conscious of who is following me so if i by chance i see any fake page or any person who is like not a correct person i just remove it i i just remove that follower because for me having a good good uh, like client base and follower base is very important because i want to share things that are like really authentic so i would say boundaries and chasing behind followers like not chasing behind but i thought that if only i would have 10000 followers then my business will grow but it's all false so it's all like how we are able to give to our clients to the existing clients and everything and another mistake i would say that like not believing in myself not believing in myself earlier but the best part now is that i am working on my mindset so much that for me first it was like 4444 was a big amount but now i invest more in mindset courses and work on myself and then i am conscious that i only share those contents that i feel it works and not just because that it will bring more likes or views and purposeful content i i am sharing right now and the best thing that happened due to this business is of course getting a very amazing reader friends healer friends and also that it brought me very closer to god and this is another story but it really brought me very closer to god that being in my business i love that thought and i love all of the things you guys have shared today it was an honor to host you on the podcast it was an honor to have you in the boot camp and i am i cannot wait for people to see what all you're going to bring forward in the coming year thank you for listening to this episode but more than that i wish for you to implement it so what is the one thing you learned from this episode and how are you going to implement it drop me a message on instagram and share this episode with someone who you think would benefit from it i will see you next week or if you decide to text me then i'll see you soon